People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Let me say that again. People don't care how much you know. You get all the Bible from front page to the, to the back page. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Speaking about winter, <laughs> Pastor was saying something about the beautiful sunshine here this morning, and you know, today, we feel the same way. <laughs> when we left uh, Saskatchewan, we still have snow there, and last Saturday, we finally hit the, the positive side, zero degree, <laughs> one degree um, out there. It's, it's still a little cold, and they're saying next Friday and Saturday, after we get back, it'll be snowing again. So pray for us. Winter there is pretty long, six months, believe, believe it or not. And, and people have survived, so we're learning, and we've learned a little bit on how they did it. <laughs> it works. It works. But just for an update this morning, this evening, still messed up. Yes, yes, Pastor. See, it was a cake to travel here. It's true. <laughs> I need more cake. <laughs> But uh, Porcupine Plain, I remember just like yesterday, I mean, coming over here and just being sent out to, to go to Porcupine Plain. I've told a lot of folks this, that my wife and I and the kids, well, the kids are learning. They probably don't know it yet, but we're learning as, as a couple that home is where the will of God is. I'm telling you, I love BC. It's beautiful British Columbia. I really do. I love BC. I like the mountains. I like the nature. I like the people, you know. But there's nothing like it to be in the center of the will of God. I mean, provisions there. Power of God is there. As, as you see in Porcupine Plan, I was telling some of the folks this morning, when we first went, we had a remnant of, of about five people. Uh, this morning at chapel, we had nine. Nine of us were here. It was less than that. When we, when we went, it was just people that wanted to continue, but they didn't know how. The shepherd that was there um, got a little old. You know, it happens. And, and health started deter deteriorating, and the remnant was there, and, and they were praying. They really were praying. And the Lord was raising me up as they were praying. It took them a while to, to, to finally get the answer. But when we went, five people. The church was in the middle of just selling the property because they didn't know what, how to proceed. They just want to liquefy everything and just get rid of it and just find another church nearby. But there's a man by the name of Pastor Webster. He was here with you. And you know what they did? They started sending preachers there to say, don't close it down yet. We're going to pray with you. We're going to send preachers there and you just keep meeting and we'll pray for you. The Lord will send one. And what a blessing. It is, and, and I'm careful to write it on my letter, uh, for the missionary letter, but the Lord has been, has been blessing Prairie Baptist Church. We've been seeing 20 to about 25 people every Sunday morning. And I told the folks a while ago, I'm not pumping everything up. <laughs> I don't, because if I do that, I'll be doing that for years to come. And I don't have a lot of strength for that. I just let the Lord pump it up. He brings them in. If the Lord brings them in, the Lord will keep them there. And it's a blessing what, what he can do. And I remember leaving um, Sunday afternoon. We had Easter, we had lunch and fellowship. 
And we left around 4 p.m. But the Lord has been blessing. We had a Sunday school now for, for the kids. Our kids are over there looking through the windows, and they're, they're part of that. And there's about um, 7 to 10 kids now. We had five visitors just last week. Now, again, I'm careful in saying these things about this visitor things because if I'm, not, if I'm not careful, I take all the glory. And God says, yep, that's it. I'm taking them away. But I remember when we were going through the adjustments and learning to be there. I was telling Pastor White and Mrs. White a while ago that there was a Sunday, you know, that the Lord really was working on me. Maybe a little bit of discouragement, if you will. I remember just going to the church. My, my wife stayed home with the kids. They didn't even feel good. It just happened that everyone was away. And I remember walking in the church there and waiting until 11 a.m. And guess what happened? No one showed up. <laughs> Have you been to a church to where it's just you and the Lord? <laughs> it was interesting. But the Lord has been bringing in people since. I'm telling you, every time I see people, I'm glad that they're, they're there. I'm glad to be in a church. I am glad to, to hear God's word. I, I really am. Because I, I think about the Old Testament, the book of Judges. We, we know the phrase where it says, Every man did which was right in their own eyes. And if, I, if you're not, you and I are not careful without the Word of God, we will do things which are right in our own eyes. Hence, it, I, I, hence we need to be under God's Word in order to, to see right. You know what scares me the more? You go to the book of Revelation. Five out of seven churches had the same problem. They thought they were doing good. But God said, he brings his word. This is what I think about you. And you've got to be careful. It's good to see you tonight. Let me just tell you that. And Pastor White was saying about the gold frame there. And now you know what I'm thinking? You know how he brags about all these missionaries? Which they are heroes of the faith. I really believe that. But he needs a frame. <laughs> I don't know if you realize who you have here. I know what you have here. You have a man of God here. Do you, do you believe that? Can I get an amen? <laughs> Pray about this church. God's working. I remember during all that time of struggles, you know, no one showed up. You, you're familiar with the hymn where, where, where it goes, um, do not pass me by. Pass me not, O gentle Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. I'm telling you, that was me. And I feel like God is on a train. Uh, I lived here, we lived in Fort Langley, and I always hear train. I mean, the train shocks, it's just right there. And you ask my wife, everywhere I go, it seems as if there's a train. We went to New Jersey for a visit, the train's right there, I, I can hear it. You know, but not in Porcupine Plain, but, but I remember just that hymn. And I was just there, you know what, Lord, we're right here. Do not pass us by. Lord, how about you visit Porcupine Plain? And I'm telling you, the Lord has come. At first, I didn't know why the Lord was sending me to Saskatchewan. 
I mean, I'm brown, <laughs> right? And for me, I, was, I thought, you know what? Oh, uh, this is going to be a struggle for me. I'm not Caucasian. It'll be hard for people to, to, to listen, really. And my heart desire was, you know what? I think the Lord wants me to go to Asia, to the 1040 window, to where they haven't heard the gospel preached once. That's where I wanted to go. That's where I wanted to go. And God says, no, no, no. You're going to Saskatchewan. And I said, Lord, Asia is over there. Saskatchewan is over here. But I'm telling you, I've learned that home is where the will of God is. Porcupine Plain is a little different. Let me tell you about Porcupine Plain. My son Carson, he, he's a little taller now. We'll dive into the preaching a little bit. And it'll be quick. But my son, uh, I feel so bad for him because it's, it's, it's in a boonies. It's, it's out in the bush. And, and whenever he sees a, a red Tim Hortons sign, you know what it looks like. It's Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons for us is about 45 minutes away. <laughs> my wife likes Starbucks. Starbucks is about an hour and 30 minutes away. <laughs> so we've learned, you know what, let's just buy the, the ninja thing. And instead of driving far, because Starbucks is no longer five bucks, it's 20 bucks with the gas. <laughs> That's a pretty quick. And I think about Porcupine Plain when we first visited, uh, we told the church folks, you know, we want to see the town. And, and they said, so are you going to drive or are you going to walk? <laughs> it's an interesting place uh, to be in, but we're, we're excited what the Lord is, is doing there. Soul winning, too, is a little bit, bit different. I see you have 3,900 flyers that were handed out. Porcupine Plain has 1,000 people. It takes a week to knock all the doors down. I mean, it, it, that's what it takes. So our approach is a little different because we don't want to come across as naggers. You know? <laughs> hey, you're coming to church today. Hey, you're coming to church today. But we, we take advantage and we, we ask the Lord's wisdom when it comes to it. And I got so many things I got. I'd like to talk about Porcupine, but let's dive into the, the, the Word of God. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I have a few minutes here. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. One thing about Porcupine too, as you're turning, is the town sleeps. After 6 p.m., everything is shut down. You can't go out and, and, and buy food afterwards. If you're hungry... You're going to have to wait <laughs> or visit your fridge. But it's a beautiful thing. My wife and I were driving here a while ago, and it's just a different world here now. I mean, it's a different world there. It's a different world here. And, and we're driving, and we have headaches just seeing all the cars. I can only imagine for you with all the business, you know. <laughs> you're busy, 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 and you come here. And, it's, and if we're not careful, you're, you're here, but you're not here. We had to learn that too, because yes, we left BC because it's too busy, but we brought BC with us. <laughs> so when we're in Saskatchewan, guess what we were doing? Oh, it's busy, 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 busy. And people actually in Saskatchewan would, would see you and they will, they will say hi. Some people do that here still. And they would approach you and they will talk to you. I mean, talk to you. Like they'll talk about a lot of things and just talk to you. They're not rushed to to really discuss some things. I mean, they, they can just talk to you, like, like a neighbor. It's a little different. I mean, we live now, we have a house, and we praise the Lord for it. But our house, we don't lock our doors. No one does in Porcupine Plain. We leave it open, and if anyone wants to come and visit, they'll just knock and come in. My, my wife's family visited, and, and they just walked in and bring, them, bring some foods, and here's some foods for you. So it's a little different there, and, and, and there are some truths I'd like to share from that. 
um, this evening. But in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, um, we, we know it's Paul writing. You're familiar with this. In verse 1, it says, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit of the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, how that in great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liber liberality. For to their power I bear record, yea, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering of the, saint, of the saints, to the saints. And this they did as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. I think the key, really, of this text and passage is found in verse 5, where it says, but first gave their own selves to the Lord. This is my home church. Johan was asking me for the title of the sermon this morning, or this evening. And my title, the title of the sermon is Grown. I don't know if he has it up there. It's Grown, Give, and Go. You've heard those truths before. But I want to back up a little bit and change the title a little bit. Can I, can I say that and change my title to Thank You? For groaning. Thank you for giving. And thank you for going. Sometimes you can be in, in, the business, in that business, in the middle of the business of life that you wonder, why do I keep giving? Why do I keep going? Why do I just keep groaning for these missionaries? You won't know everything, all the details, until you see God. But as a missionary, I stand representing all these missionaries to say just those two words tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you could have used that money to, to, to put the Starbucks drink, you know, and, and, and maybe go to a work, workout place. But you know what? Thank you. Thank you, we were able to purchase a blade for our truck so that we can plow the church. Thank you that we were able to purchase hymn books so we can sing. Thank you so we can purchase and, and help families there with their needs. I can think of a lady, she struggles a lot, and she's a giver, but she can't give much because she has nothing. I remember there's a lady there that wanted to help us out, and, and she supported us for three months. She probably doesn't know that I know, but she gave $1,000 each month just to help us get settled over there. And you know, it, it is quite a, a task to sell, settle yourself in a different world. It is Canada, yes, but it is different. But can I encourage you tonight and say these words, thank you. I mean it. If all the missionaries, I can bring them here tonight, it will be those two words, thank you. You don't know what you've done with the people over there. I, I tell you, it's a little different with the ministry there. You know what we're learning um, over there is that this truth. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Let me say that again. People don't care how much you know. You get all the Bible from front page to the, to the back page. 
They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So the way we go out soul winning is a little different. We build relationships. I make them sure that you can touch me. <laughs> yes, I'm a pastor, but I'm also a human being. You can touch me. Our doors are open. You can come in. And they have come in. And, and we were able to just uh, sit down with them and, and, and chat with them and, and talk with them. I, I remember um, asking a prayer for a house. There was a house that we thought I was it, $180,000, beautiful house with a garage. And last minute, after signing all documents, they said, we're going to have to take our house back. We cannot give it to you anymore because I don't think, if we're, I don't think we can able to, to have another house. We just realized this is too much for us. And for us, we just trust the Lord. Okay, Lord, it's okay. You, you have another house for us. A few months later, Jim, that was the guy came up to me and said, my brother is dying. Would you visit him in the hospital? <laughs> visit him in the hospital. I don't know. Um, let me tell you a funny story. We, someone was asking me about if we have a mall there. We, we have a, a fields there. That's the name of the mall. It's about this size. <laughs> this is the size of our mall. So welcome to Fork Pine Play Mall. <laughs> but, well, there are some things we used to do here that we don't do there. I mean, over here, we go to Walmart and you buy an item. We were buying diapers um, in a store, and in another store, there's a cheaper one. I mean, it was discounted. But you know what we had to do? We had to learn it. We cannot return the items. You scratch it and say, why? It's because we have a thousand people. We want to make sure our testimony is clear. They don't see us and say, oh, those are the guys that return this stuff. In everything we do and we say, we, we are careful on how people will perceive it. Are you catching that? I mean, it makes sense to save my 15 bucks. And the Lord was saying, you sure about that? <laughs> what we're learning over there is people don't care how much they, you know, until they know how much you care. I mean, they've lived there for, for a long time, years after years. If only I can show you their face when, when they first saw our vehicle visiting for the very first time. You, we just, we got the look. <laughs> it's, a thousand, it's a thousand of a thousand people. We got the look that we, they're just looking at us. Yeah, those are... New guys, <laughs> new family coming in town. So the way, we, the way they, they see visitors is, okay, give them six months, give them a year, and they're gone. Especially the pastor. pastor there won't, doesn't last long. They don't because it's a small town. They use it as a stepping stool for a bigger ministry. So the people there in town have learned that, okay, they're just here for a little bit. Give them a year, and they're gone. Same is true with work. Teachers would come in and they would leave. They'll find another one. It's more like, okay, I'm just going to pass by. But now they're learning, we've come to stay. <laughs> Unless God moves us. And, and that opened up a lot of things with them. And, 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 and it's a beautiful thing, what love can do. You know, that's what I'm talking about here when I say people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You study your Bible, there's one thing that never fails. Do you know what that is? Charity. Now, why am I saying these things? 
Because the, the, the sermon is, thank you for giving. Thank you for groaning. Thank you for going. But here's another thing I would like to challenge you, though. How are you doing with your Christianity? Maybe the better way to do that is, let me ask your neighbor and say, how is brother and sister so-and-so doing as a Christian? Or maybe the better way to put it is ask your co-workers and say, how's Pastor White at the workplace? Because people are watching. They're watching. They're trying to see if your Christianity is real. And over there, we've learned Yes, we can hand out gospel tracts, and we do. We really do. We take advantage of it. I remember we had a snowmobile derby. I mean, this, 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 this whole room would be packed with snowmobiles. I mean, that's what they do, that's what they do there. <laughs> uh, six months of, of the year, they have snow. That's their means of travel. You go in town, and guess what they're doing? They're driving around town with their sleds. It's a little different. And, and, and we hand out tracts, but you know what, what makes a difference is that charity. Is that love. Because now, more, some of them have learned now, okay. They've come and they, they have come to help me out. We have a thousand people. You know how many people we have here? A lot. Almost 700,000, I think, just for Surrey. 650, closer. You know that's a lot of people. You know what it would take? to reach to 650,000 people? These pastors are not enough. Pastor White, Pastor Silver, Pastor Ivan, Pastor Devin, you name it. That's not enough. And when God gave the commission, He gave it to the church. It says, go ye therefore. The, the commission is to you and to me. God had placed you in your workplace, in your neighborhood, to reach out to those folks. And I come before you tonight, living in a small town, charity never fails. That's what it would take for you and I to reach this town. And I know you're, you want to reach the world. That's why I said thank you. you know, oh, you have all these missionaries right here. You have missionaries over there in Canada. But you know what? How about you realizing that you're part of the field? Do you, do you believe you're part of the field? I mean, for me, porcupine plains, thousands of people, we still need help. I mean, I still need my wife to, to, to live like a Christian. <laughs> but let me close this again. Two words. Thank you. You're not going to appreciate those two words if you haven't been giving. You're not going to appreciate it if you haven't been going, if you haven't been groaning and praying for us. But if you are, man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for watching the message today. We invite you to join us again every Sunday and Wednesday for more inspiring messages from God's Word. Thank you.